Section 19 of A Minor War History. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. A Minor War History by Martin Alonzo Haynes. Letters 57 and 58. 57. Fair Oaks, near Richmond, VA, Sunday, June 15, 1562. It has been some time since I last wrote, and your doubt was getting anxious. We are now camped on the battlefield of Fair Oaks. We were not in the battle, but were in line, a skirmisher thrown out and batteries posted, waiting for the attack that never came, and listening to the rattle of musketry off to our right. We did not come here until the second day after the fight. Before we started, all our baggage was sent to the rear. With my snap snack went my riding materials. We are having rough duty now. Every third day, the entire regiment goes on picket duty for 24 hours, which means, as a rule, not even a catnap in that time. I was just settling myself for a good sleep today, when the cry went up that our knapsaps have come. So I sorted mine from the heap and set to work to write some letters. We arrived here about 3 o'clock in the afternoon and immediately went on duty for 24 hours. It rained all night, a steady downpour, and the whole country was flooded. Coming up, we waited for considerable distances to ponds from ankle to knee deep. Here it was just mud and water. The trenches we would have jumped into in case of an attack were half filled with water. Even if that had been permitted, there was no chance to lie down. No chance for much of anything but to stand up and take it through the long hours of the night. I did manage to get a few slicks of cordwood together and cobbled up a ruse that gave two or three of us a sort of perch out of the mud. Directly in front of me lay a dead horse and a dead rebel. Within a short distance were perhaps a hundred dead horses, all killed when the rebels made their rush on our batteries on the first day. These have been about all cleaned up by now, by burning, wood being piled up and great bonfires made. The battlefield presented one of the most horrible sights imaginable. Many bodies of men killed in the later stages of the battle were still unburied. Some were in shallow graves, but as a rule, burial consisted merely in covering the bodies as they lay. The heavy rains, washing away the covering, had left many gruesome sights. I was in advanced picket the other night, my position being in the midst of several dirt piles, with enough in sight to show that each covered a dead rebel. That day, Eugene Hayeswell accidentally sought himself through the foot and had to have a toe taken off. We were so posted, so near the rebels that we could hear them talk. We had orders not to shoot wantingly at their pickets, and we understood they had similar instructions, but if so, they disregarded them and took a shot at a Yankee whenever they could draw a bead on one. 58. Fair Oaks, near Richmond, VA, June 22, 1862. Have been out with the work party all the forenoon and go on picket at 3 in the afternoon to remain 24 hours and feel as if I was earning my salary. There can be no question about what we are putting in full time. We are virtually on duty every minute, for even in camp, we are on the alert, ready to turn out for a fight at any moment. Yesterday, the rebels attempted to drive in our pickets, and the result was a very lively little skirmish, as our boys had not got quite ready to come in. A few days ago, the 16th Massachusetts made a reconnaissance, attacking the rebel pickets for the purpose of ascertaining their position and strength. It cost the 16th four or five men killed and 18 or 20 wounded. The 16th had recently been attached to our brigade. I am well contented in the army as I could expect to be, 
but still look forward with pleasant anticipation to the time when I will be home again. I was talking with Frank Robinson today about the good times we would have in Manchester. He was killed two months later at Bull Run. I had a letter from a friend in Great Falls, one of my old school chums, and he had so much to say of the happy times in the old Manchester High School that I had to pinch myself to keep from getting homesick. We are camped in a swamp, and yet water is one of the scarce articles. We have had no rain for several days, and the sun has dried up most of the surface water, so it is no easy matter to even fill our canteens. End of section 19